Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Pete, you all right? I'm good. You don't he's, look like he's not. On. He's Why not all right. A lot going on. Like what? Life? No, just getting things ready for the show. Oh, okay. Smile, mile follow. I'm good now. I'm good now. He's not With good. With a frown. Pete's not good. He's a horrible liar. Yeah, Pete's, Pete's always, he's got the... The default setting for Pete has not been happy the last couple of weeks, I can tell. That's not true. Ah, I don't know. Mike, I don't think you can speak for yourself on this one, Pete. Mike? Oh, Pete's been great. He couldn't be happier. Oh. I'm detecting sarcasm there. No sarcasm mm-hmm. at all. Nothing wrong. So, all I don't right. know what you guys are thinking, but. <laughs> I, I'm not thinking. I was asking. Even, even then, a little bit yeah. of attitude. Even then. I'm fine. Don't make me call Bogus and he, he deals with you on the train. I can get his opinion mm, on this. I'm fine. There's nothing I'm wrong. I'm fine. I just have a scowl on my face, but I'm fine. There's a lot of work going Leave on. Leave me alone. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, work, of work going on. work going on. Getting this on, class ready, so, you know. Oh, oh the prof. The outside stuff mm. creeping in. Mm. All right. Get to hang out with co-eds. How many, time, how many uh, days a week you you teach? One. For three hours. Oh, and that's what's dragging you down? A lot of stuff going no, on. No, it's the first time I'm doing it. It's getting uh. everything ready, you know, like preparing the class. And, what made uh, you want to become a professor? I don't care. Let's I have no on. idea. <laughs> let's, okay. let's, move, let's move on. All right, we'll move on then. Yeah. That's all you had to say, homie. Yeah. What? Come on, Pete, smiling there. You're dragging us down. We look in there, big frown on your face every day. Brian and I talk about this. Drags us down. You know? You, you ain't dragging me down. <laughs> Try not to look at you. All right, so <laughs> his story yesterday comes out that Aaron Hernandez, I don't need to go into his whole story. If you don't know, well, some crazy stuff happened. So Aaron Hernandez, after getting his brain examined, after killing himself in jail, was found to have severe stage three CTE, which is the condition that you get from multiple head injuries, head trauma, concussions, and, of course, what the NFL has been trying to battle against for many, many years. And the news also included that Aaron Hernandez's family is now suing the NFL and the New England Patriots because there wasn't enough information provided to him to let him know that pro football would cause CTE in him, and they believe that a monetary settlement is the only way to go about this. So there's a couple of different discussions in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will start with that, yes, we're learning so much every day about playing football, what it does to your brain, guys who deal with this in their post-playing careers, what they could do to make the game safer. That's not a new conversation. I also think that we need to be very careful about blaming everybody's behavior on that and clearly it's an issue and it changes people's personalities and if you watch any doctor the frontline did a documentary on on this a couple years ago that i thought was one of the most informative talked to a lot of people the concussion movie 
it changes people's personalities, and it's not usually for the better. But there are a lot of former players who were dealing with stuff. Tony Dorsett, Jim McMahon, Nick Bonacani. None of these guys are murdering people, all right? So if anybody wants to make the excuse that it was the multiple head injuries that led to Aaron Hernandez murdering Odin Lloyd, I just, I, I cannot make that leap. Now, does it make a bad person a terrible person? You know, I don't really know. I don't know. But that's one thing that has to be said right away, that this cannot be an excuse at all. That's the first part of it. The second part of it is, I don't think it's the most frivolous lawsuit in the world because the NFL had a track record of lying to its players about what this does to you. You played during the era where they were really fighting against this, handing out pamphlets to players, Mm -hmm. showing you how football and head injuries and CTE, there was no connection. So you can't just say they're ridiculous for this lawsuit. There's already been multiple lawsuits that have been filed from former NFL players against the league for that stuff. So those are two things that this conversation, I think, needs to start with right there before we get into some of the other stuff. Uh, Agree 100%. Uh, To make a correlation between murdering uh, someone and and CTE and blaming that on the Patriots and blaming that on football, that's a huge leap. I can't go there. And and to add, uh, there were incidents when he was at Florida as a freshman. I believe he punched a bartender or or a security guard uh, at an establishment there in Gainesville. So if you knew you had these sort of feelings, these inklings, uh, the propensity to go out and be angered quickly and irritable, uh, there were resources for you, uh, maybe not at Florida, but definitely once you got to the NFL. And while your machismo may get in the way and, and not allow you to want to share those feelings and, and whatever's happening happening to you internally, uh, there were resources. So I can't make that leap either because there are hundreds and thousands of players that have come before you uh, that are dealing with this. Uh, and, and we're all scared, you know what, of what may be lying down the road. But we're not going out and we're not murdering, murdering people. You may have thoughts, and, and but are you acting upon those thoughts? No. And, and, and if you're having these thoughts and if you're experiencing other things, are you, are you trying to find uh, answers to those questions as to why you feel the way you do? Are you, you looking for remedies uh, to those issues? And you know, additionally, you know, as, as far as the NFL and, and not – being forthcoming with information that's been the the, the the crux of the problem we, we continue to come back to that why way back when uh, even before I was in the league and you were studying this problem why couldn't you just be truthful with the members of your particular league why hold and, and keep all this information away from them even uh, with this concussion lawsuit in the settlement they still offered no discovery whatsoever. And, and, and so that I'm with you 100% and the family there as far as keeping this information from our eyes and, and not allowing us to be further down the road than we currently are. Yeah, and Aaron Hernandez played at a time where there were still some developments happening. The NFL hadn't come completely around to say, you know, that, all right, we have to join this concussion research and we have to do some stuff. But it, it certain, this certainly wasn't like the the mid-80s or early 90s where, you know, there was so much denial going on. And, and even after that, 
Uh, it continued. That denial continued for a long, long time and still does a little bit. I mean, there's times where there's research that's done and you, you find something out and then the NFL has their own team of doctors out there to dispute it. It really is quite sickening. Um, but I just don't think that now is the right time to to blame Aaron Hernandez's behavior on this when at no point in defending himself or in no point when they were trying to clear his name, his defense team, his lawyer, his family, did they mention that this was a possibility. Yeah. That we think that football did this to him. He was one way, multiple concussions the other way. You know, they, Test him out, please, for get a therapist in here, get an evaluator in here. I really think that we could use this as a defense, not once. And now it's convenient for them to say that's what led to this, and, and that's what makes me a little bit... Uh, and if that about it. was uh, done, you, I would think you have some comprehensive uh, evaluations once you enter enter into the system. And if that was done, we haven't been become privy to that information. Dan Wetzel is a guy we like a lot from Yahoo. Wrote a column saying that the Aaron Hernandez news that he had CTE is devastating for the NFL. And I mentioned this in our opening segment. I just don't think that it is. I, I really, really don't now. 20 years down the line, I could be proven wrong by this. You know, Maybe football starts to slowly die because we are very, very sensitive to the fact that there's so many players that are dealing with these things. And guys don't want to play anymore. They're going to gravitate to other sports because they're safer. There wasn't enough advancements made in safety, so people weren't comfortable in playing. Uh, that might be the case. I highly doubt it. I really do. And if you poll every single NFL fan out there, I'll tell you that there's probably 90% or more that doesn't ever think about what the player, what happens to the player after they retire. It never crosses their mind. Now, it didn't cross my mind before I started to know a few of them. Yeah. You know, when I was just a fan and I was a kid, never crossed my mind. Now it does. Why? Because I got to interview Wayne Corbett once. And Wayne Corbett was the Jets wide receiver, had multiple concussions. Totally different person because yeah. of all the stuff right. he dealt with. Yeah. Some of the stories that you tell me about some of your friends or some of the issues that you think you might have. Like, that's, I became personally attached to it. Right. Not a lot of NFL fans are personally attached no, to it. No, and, and, and why should they? And that may be crass, but why should they be? You see, these, and that goes back to the whole role model deal. Uh, I, I, that tangent, I like to go on when people say, oh, he's a hero and this, oh, he let me down. No, he didn't. You see these people from afar. They're, they provide entertainment for you, and yeah, now there's a human element to it where you 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 want to have some type of association from an emotion standpoint with them. But why should you, other than that, think of that when you're watching the, these games? And no one's saying you should, but as human beings, you you want to care for your fellow man. But we chose to play this game. We love this game. I think David Deal when he comes on, I'm sure he's experienced multiple concussions, and he tell you he'd do it all over again, usually to a man. We say that, and, and we understand the dangers, just like blowing out a knee, just like having a back issue. All that goes with the territory, but we love the game. And I don't want you know Joe Fan to, to give a damn about me, but I want my league to because they understand the risk as well, and that's why they have certain resources 
available to players. That's why they have a, a, a pension plan. That's why they have a disability plan, even though they fight you tooth and nail uh, to receive anything from it. But uh, I want them to care. I want the league to care. I want them to care enough to go out and do research and do these studies and, and come back and give us the, 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 the true, truthful information from those studies. But that didn't occur. One of the arguments that people have about football going away that I think is just a false argument is when they say, look, boxing isn't as popular as it used to be. That's a violent sport. How come football can't go the way of boxing? That, to me, is so wrong in so many ways. First off, let's talk about the popularity of boxing right now. And you had probably the biggest sporting event of the year was a fight. And then you had one a couple of weeks later that still did amazing numbers in pay-per-view. And it's not the violence of it that made people stop watching boxing. There's been a whole nother uprising of MMA right. that could be more popular now it, with people beating the snot out it's of each other. even more violent. Right. And it's not as if people stopped watching boxing at some sort of crazy clip because they're like, man, you know, watching Muhammad Ali towards the end of his life was really tough for me. I, I'm not going to watch boxing anymore. Of all these other guys that you see that have a tough time speaking. We, hey, what did we say the opposite? When's the next Muhammad Ali going to exactly, surface? Exactly. So I, it's, it's more about personalities, the fact there's too many belts. You don't have a compelling heavyweight. That's right. what it's about. Yep. People don't care about what happens to strangers after they're done entertaining them. Thank you. That's it. That's it. And that's the truth. That's how we feel about it. Entertain us, and then good luck to you. And I, I know it sounds cold, and yes. that doesn't represent everybody in the country, but it's a lot of us. It really is. I mean, when, when you see an actor who might have some sort of disease, you know, late in his life. I mean, are, are people going crazy about that? No. Uh-huh. They're going to go back. They're going to watch his movies. Oh, it's kind of sad. Yeah. Now I'm going to move on. Right. Hope it doesn't happen to me. Dave in Ohio, CBS Sports Radio. What's going on, Dave? Hey, not too much, guys. How you doing? Good, Dave. What do you got for us? Hey, you're talking about Hernandez's family wants to uh, do the NFL and all that. But what, wouldn't the family be more responsible for getting them in football as a child? And then you got the, you know, the peewee programs and you got the high school programs who really, you know, kids got, I, I think kids get lit up all the time in those and they still go back on the field. Uh, and then you got the college level. So I, I don't think they really have a case against the New England Patriots in the NFL. Well, we'll see. Uh, from a discovery standpoint, they may. Uh, but to, to as I just said earlier, to make a correlation between playing football and then going out and murdering someone, uh, that's a huge leap in my estimation. Uh, and uh, the peewee football, and, and we've said it here n- numerous times, uh, you shouldn't be tackling. Even though at, at 10 years old we were tackling. We had helmets and pads and we were tackling. I don't believe you should tackle that early. I, I think you, you got to wait at least until uh, junior high school, middle school, whatever the hell they call it these days. And, and you shouldn't play tackle football that early. No, it shouldn't take place. In a common sense argument, the caller is right. Because we look at football as a violent game. You're banging your head into stuff for a long period of time, for many years of playing the game. You would think that would have some sort of negative effect on your brain. But what they're saying is that they were told or they were under the assumption that there was no connection to playing football to CTE and if, if Aaron Hernandez would have known that, he would have stopped playing football at some point, and that's what led him down this path. That's what they're saying. Right. Now, we don't agree with that, no. but but that's what they're saying. It's it's almost like it's it's such there's so many comparisons with this and smoking. It's the same. Right. 
You would, uh, common sense, yeah, you're, you're putting poison into your lungs, tar and smoke. Of course that should be leading. They just use your brain. Same thing with this. But you had two big corporations fighting against it because their bottom line was going to be affected if everybody who indulged in their product got sick. So it's the same yeah. thing, and they lied about it. Right. Both corporations lied about it. There you go. That's it in a nutshell. That's what has occurred here. And if they'd just been forthright, forthright came out and, and shared that information, um, we wouldn't be sitting there having this conversation. We'd still be concerned with the ramifications of playing the game. Uh, we, we have, you know, Earl Campbell in here, and, and Earl, hard to walk, hard to watch him walk. But I'm sure Earl Campbell would say, hey, man, I would have done it all over again. And that's how much I love the game. And, yes, uh, it was debilitating to my body to the extent where my quality of life has changed. But it was a great game, and I knew going in that knees and hips and all that were could have been injured to the extent uh, they are. But no one gave, shared the information about the brain injuries. And, and so if they had just been more forthcoming, uh, both uh, you know, th- those in the smoking industry and, and those at the NFL level, maybe we'd be further down the road and have more of a, a grasp of what's occurring here. Coming up next, I think we may have, it's not confirmed, I think we may have a very special in-studio guest with us. Uh-oh. Very, very special. What's she look like? You're going to have to find out. Next. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Waiting on our very special in-studio guest who is apparently on their way up with Mike. Oh, really? Okay. So we will see how that pans out. But first, Andrew Bogus with an update. Bogus? Hello, friends. Uh, After just 99 (laughs) passing yards on Sunday in Seattle (laughs) by our current colleague. Uh, Brian Hoyer's first pass last night in Santa Clara was picked off. Niners head coach Kyle Shanahan. We wanted to come out here and play well. And To start out with the first play as a pick, basically a pick six, I think they took it to the two. Um, and I knew that was going to be tough, so just went up and talked to him, looked in his eyes. He looked fine. He said, I'm ready to go. We'll be all right. And uh, he, he responded pretty well. Hoyer did throw for 332 yards with two touchdowns and another one rushing. He got the Niners into the end zone five times after zero over the first two games, but the San Francisco D couldn't stop the Rams. They are now 2-1 and one after the 41-39 victory. L.A. led 41-26 early in the fourth after Jared Goff and Sammy Watkins hooked up for a score, but needed to stop a two-point try and then sack Hoyer on fourth down to get the win. The Patriots had Rob Gronkowski back at practice yesterday. The tight end has said he's fine after hurting his groin Sunday in New Orleans. Running back Darius Geis will play for the tomorrow again in Syracuse (laughs) after all. Head coach Ed Orgeron ruled Geis out Wednesday night, but then Geis talked his way into practice yesterday and showed he could play. He's dealing with an apparent left knee injury. Number 21, South Florida hammered Temple 43-7 last night. The Owls had negative four net rushing yards. The Colorado, yeah, but don't they, football, college is different. Don't they count sacks against yeah, that total? Exactly. Which is not helpful. Right. Uh, the Colorado Rockies have lost four straight and six of eight, three nothing in San Diego last night. Manager Bud Black assuming their bats will wake up soon. The last uh, few games, uh, you know, the bats haven't, you know, haven't woken. But, you know, you look at, uh, you know, 10 days ago or two weeks ago uh, where our bats were and look at it that way. So it's coming. You know, our, our time is coming to swing the bats. <laughs> Time is coming. Sure. There's a week and a half left in the season. Uh, The Brewers blew a ninth-inning lead and lost to the Cubs 5-3-10 in Milwaukee, so the Rockies' lead for the second NL wildcard remains one game. The Brewers dropping four and a half behind the Cubs 
for first in the Central. The Twins ran over the Tigers 12-1. Minnesota's holding the second. AOL card is two and a half games over the Rangers and Angels. And the NBA revealing some rule changes yesterday. One of them allows refs to call a technical or flagrant foul on a defender for a dangerous closeout on a jump shooter. This stems from the Zaza Pachulia play that injured Kawhi Leonard's ankle in game one of the Western Conference Final. All right, Bogus, you're no longer important. Right. So uh, get out of here. We have an important guest that, in that, here. That, that's right. We were just talking about our very, very special in-studio guest who is now a, a, a sensation across the country. This man, mm. after doing football picks <laughs> the last two weeks on our show, has become a superstar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those bad teams we got, I don't know about that. <laughs> so uh, it, was, it was a couple weeks ago that we decided to go downstairs to our security staff and get mm. some football picks, mm-hmm. and we played those picks on the air, yep. and people love you. So, ladies and gentlemen, here he is in person, the guy you heard the last two weeks on tape, live in studio, security guard Coop. Coop, good morning. Good morning, Pete. <laughs> Just get as close to you can as, the, as the, mic. the microphone, man. Oh, What's yeah. happening? No, not much. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all always got something going, huh? Yeah, yeah, we always oh, yeah. do. Have something three going. hours. Yeah, that, every that, morning. That, that's right. Three hours? Yeah, yeah, just three. Could you yeah. do a three hour radio show? <laughs> If I get paid like y'all do, I'll do 10 hours. <laughs> oh, 10 hours. Oh. Uh, it's not that much, Coop. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so you and Calhoun are uh, a big team down there, right? Uh, you and Calhoun, you work together most yes. of the time? all the time. Okay, who's a better security guard, you or Calhoun? Well, Calhoun is a uh, fire safety. He's he the fire safety EAP. Oh, he's a fire oh, safety okay. guy. So there's a fire. Yeah. He, it's yeah. all about Calhoun yeah. puts it out. Yeah, right. He's uh take care of uh, fire command station, like a fire going off. Uh, and and, it, and if there's a security issue, you yeah. jump to it yeah. and, and right. I got to. You, you, you got a gun. <laughs> gun. Yeah. They'll throw me out of here as I had a gun. So what, what kind of security guy are you if you don't have a weapon? No, no, I got a can a weapon. You talk them down. No, you use your your, your your verbal skills. That's right. So Good. what do you say if someone comes in threatening? Guy walks in. Yeah. What do you say to him? I just tell him I got to talk to him, caution the best way I can. Talk him out. Talk him out. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So, all right. But Brian, you be uh, aggressive, angry man. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not familiar and then, with it. And then, Coop, you you tell him you got to try to talk him down, all right? I so, got to try to talk him down. All right. So, so Brian, go ahead. You let's, let's I'm act. going in here, man. I know I don't have a pass, but I'm going in anyway. What you going to do about it? I'm calling 911. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be upstairs by the time 911 gets here. You can't get through. You got turnstile. I can jump the turnstile. I, I can use the elevator key. Bring it back down. Lock the elevator down. Oh, you can lock the elevator. Oh yeah. Oh okay. I can bring it right down. On recall. Oh really? Oh yeah. All right. It's pretty effective, to, man. It's very effective. Pretty effective. So you can lock it. Lock. Yeah. yeah, you get on the, the person you, in the elevator. Yeah, you can lock it down. Yeah, and bring it right back down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you, do, you got a key. So can I, like, say if I get in the elevator with a cutie? Let's just say I can send you a signal. You can lock us in there for a few minutes. Well, I'm looking right at you. We got, we got all, we got pictures all off the elevator inside. I know you got pictures, but don't look. I just, if you know I'm in there with a with a hottie, you just turn up the other way or turn that particular camera off. I can't turn. So, Coop, if oh, I was in the Tom, too. <laughs> yeah, okay. you, yeah, you no, definitely. Not, no, uh, the <laughs> attractive, attractive woman gets in the elevator by herself. You watching that video as she goes up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet you. I made, I made sure nothing don't happen to her. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's by herself. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Right, I'm yeah. looking out for her. <laughs> of course you are, Coop. So you yeah. see everything going on in the elevator. 
That's good to know. Yeah. yeah. Got Man. You. All right. Wow. You got cameras in there. I okay. <laughs> we, we know now. All right. So let's uh, let's get to the thing that's made you famous here. Yes. And, and don't get too far away from the microphone because okay. uh, people need to hear you yeah. across mm-hmm. the country. Uh, you're, I mean, you're on national radio right now, Coop. I mean, there's people in Alabama and Wisconsin and North upstate. Carolina. North, yeah, yeah, North Carolina, North, South Carolina, Myrtle Beach. North Carolina. You from North Carolina? Yeah, North Carolina. <laughs> 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 how'd you, North Carolina. How'd you get up here, Coop? Well, my brother brought me here in 1970. 1970? Yeah. Okay. And why, why are you still here? I don't know. <laughs> I, used, I was into I was into a lot of baseball down south. Man. Oh, were you baseball? Yeah, man, all my thing baseball. You play? Basketball. Yeah. Okay. A lot of baseball. Play a lot of baseball. A lot of leagues. And, and what happened? Well, so this woman got married. Mm. Got married with a young man. You yeah. let a woman get in the way of you and your baseball career. You still married? Huh? Still married to her? Yeah, got married in 1965. And you're still married to her? Yeah. Wow. Whoa. Okay. That's not bad. That's, That's not like a... Cool. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. Nah. She still, she's still like, try to be... The... So what's that, 40... <laughs> 47 years? 50 years. My, I mean... my, my daughter, 51 now. You got a 51-year-old daughter? Man, you look Eight tremendous, cool. Yeah. Jeez. Eight kids. Eight kids? You've four got boys, that, that one four was four really good. Four boys and four girls. One set was a twin. Wow. Two girls. Man, I mm. tell you, very potent man. No you joke. Are. We're talking to the great Coop, the security guard does Coop-a-loo. football picks with us. We're learning about his uh, his life before he, he gives us some picks. So uh, are you going to retire at any point, or are you just going to be doing this as long as you can? No, I don't know about that now. On Well... I don't know. <laughs> you don't seem what? to really. I mean, it's time for me to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, how old are you, Cool? Huh? I'm 73. Wow. What? I'm 73. Damn. You, you don't look a day over 55. You look good, yeah. man. What's your secret? I don't feel like. Huh? What's your secret? I don't know what the secret is, but I know one thing I don't. My, <laughs> That <laughs> way you know you get old. I don't know what about it. <laughs> he just started laughing yeah. midway oh through the sentence. Right. Now, is mercy. it the extra shut eye you catch at work that has kept you so young? Or? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, you uh, that uh, that's not good. That's not good. That's, I, 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 I just can't kids. trust it. Cool. Uh, it oh, wasn't, that okay. was not my line, by the way. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> oh, oh cool. no, it's okay. We're all we're all on the same team here, <laughs> yeah, that's man. That's right. We're all on the same team. Well, I uh, still can walk. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah, we saw you walk in. You're right. right. You yeah. can walk. I'm trying to I'm trying to boss on the leg, but I just boom. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I'm out. That's that's the end of that. Was your boss down there today? I heard your boss was. Uh... They would be. They come in, and you know. <laughs> gotcha. <know>. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> what is, do, you, do you care about anything these days other than your kids? I mean, does anything bother you? It doesn't seem like anything really bothers you anymore. No, no, I just not enough really don't bother me. Okay, right. just these losing teams. Losing teams. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. All right. Yeah. All right, Coop. So, uh, so here we go. Let's uh, let's make a couple picks here. Right. Uh, so you want to talk? You like you like the local teams? You pay attention to them, the Jets and the Giants, right? So uh, we'll we'll do that. All right. How about the? Uh, I almost feel like we need a NFL music now, Pete. If you have anything, it's okay. So you have the the Jets and the Giants this week, two divisional matchups. You have the Giants traveling to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. The Giants are a six point underdog. Coop, 
and get as close to the mic as you can so everybody can hear you. The Giants are a six-point underdog. Who are you taking in that one? The Eagles or the Giants? They play the Eagles? Yeah. I got to go to the Eagles. You got to pick the Eagles? But Giants ain't scored but one touchdown in two games. There you go. That is a beautiful. That's good. Okay. All right. And on the road too. Tough, tough spot, yeah. right? Short week. Yeah, right. But they could wake up too. Huh? John's could cool. wake up too. They could wake up too, right? right. So but what is it? Which one is it? Peyton Manning is pretty, pretty good. Peyton Manning? I mean, well, John got a good quarterback. <laughs> yeah, Peyton is good. Yeah, he's been terrible though, Coop. Yeah. Yeah, but he ain't getting no, he ain't getting no help. They didn't. The line ain't holding up like to me. <laughs> yes, Coop. That's, that's true. <laughs> analysis. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hashtag analysis mm-hmm. from Coop. Uh, all right. Peyton Manning. So uh, the Jets now. You've got uh, the Jets at home, of course, with the Giants on the road. The Miami Dolphins. Both games are at 1 o'clock Eastern time. Miami Dolphins coming into town. The Dolphins are minus 6 as a road favorite. Dolphins, Jets. Coop, who you taking? You got to take the Dolphins because the, Giants, the Jets are looking for a... I think the Jets are looking for a first-round pick like me. I don't know what's going on with the Jets. Really? They're looking for something. You buying that? Yeah, I think so. Because they, 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 like, they're they looking for trying. a victory, man. They, no, man. They, they, I don't think so. I don't think so. The team stinks, Coop. Yeah, I, I think they they, they, need, they need help. They do a lot they, of help. And yeah, they get that. What's going on? They get that first, get a couple of first round pick. They'd be okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's all it's going to take. Uh, how many Jets players can you name? There's a lot. There's a lot of obscure guys on there now. Name any Jets players? I can't name the Jets players. Yes, yeah, so you know Name one. Jets player. I really not a Jet fan though. Okay, that's okay. You know the the, the, the coach of the Jets? No, they got a new coach. They got they got so many. <laughs> <laughs> They changed so many coaches. <laughs> yeah, they changed yeah. a lot of coaches there. Yeah. I don't, you know what? I don't really keep up with the guy. Not, not. I pay attention. They get good. I see something that they're doing something great. I stay up with them then. Yeah. Like, but they, I don't know. They suck, right? I ain't gonna say suck. <laughs> I, ain't gonna say, I ain't gonna say that. Go. Right. If I gave you multiple choice, would you be able to, to name the the Jets head coach? Probably Mike. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. Ready? Bill Parcells, Todd, <laughs> Todd Bowles, Mike Pence. Which one of those three? Bill Parcells, Todd Bowles, or Mike Pence? I know. I know they ain't. I know they ain't Cosell, and I know they ain't Mike Pence. My defense on that it's like the vice president to me. <laughs> so process of elimination, <laughs> right? Got it. Uh-huh. Todd Bowles. Yeah, right. <laughs> you got it. That's cool. All right, there he is. All right, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna do one more. Since you're from North Carolina, let's yeah. do the Carolina Panthers. Who they have this week? New Orleans. Oh, They're right, hosting the, the New Orleans Saints. The Panthers are at home, and they are a five and a half point favorite. New Orleans. On the road at Carolina, who do you like? You got to go to Carolina. You got to go. You got to do it, right? Yeah. Oh, not a bad team. No, they're not bad. What about the Saints? You like the Saints? Saints, Saints looks okay. You know who played <laughs> for the Saints? This guy played for the Saints right here. He played for the Saints. For real? Yeah. Well, you shouldn't let that team inside and out now. No. That was a long time ago, Coop. <laughs> for real? 
<laughs> For real. <laughs> like you, look at me. You and Boom both can play right now to me. I look, I can play right now. You look like it. You <laughs> he look like you. you look kind of still. Look, no football player look young, still look nice and good. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should went into a football too. Well, I, I did play a little football. What but, position? Huh? No, I was playing in. I was small. I had to play in. I couldn't play no. I can't play tackle. Okay. And I had to run like hard because I wasn't no big guy getting me. <laughs> That's what big guys on that team, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, you don't see that no more. Is I don't know what you call it now. Yeah. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> um, so, uh, Coop, next week, you want to do this on TV? Television? Yeah. I don't know about no television. <laughs> 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 well, I might, I might want to say something about my old lady. I don't know. <laughs> what are you going to say? Thank you for all them babies? <laughs> Baby mom, man. Eight of them, dog. Got good to you, huh? I don't know. You, I know. You, you got eight to show for it. We didn't have too many televisions back there in those days. Oh, you didn't have too many televisions, so you had to do something, right? You had to do something. <laughs> are you falling asleep? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you, no, I'm not sleeping are now. You, are you reminiscing? <laughs> no. You reminiscing? Mm-hmm. I mean, you seventy three. You still, mm-hmm. you still go right. I'm a man, ain't I? Yeah. How many times a week are we talking? Huh? How many times a week are we talking? Gee, I can go long as uh, long as day, Chris and Young. Every every night, every day, every day. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Uh, we we appreciate you yeah. coming up. Uh, I guess. So next uh, next week, I'm going to ask uh, somebody about the, you going on TV to do this. All right, if you're all right with that. You want to? What do you think? You can bring Calhoun like here. Calhoun's a television man. <laughs> Calhoun's a television What do you mean he's a television man? Well, Calhoun's is all the excitement, man. <laughs> Calhoun's all the excitement? Yeah. What is? What is? What do you mean the television man? What is this Calhoun. guy, uh, Jimmy Fallon? Like? <laughs> Calhoun's something else, man. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe we'll have both don't, of you. Don't ask you about no weapons. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that Calhoun. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. Thanks, okay. man. We appreciate okay. it. All right, get back down there and keep people out. <laughs> Lock that elevator. That's right. Lock the elevator. There he goes. And, and quit. <laughs> what? He's still, he says he's not locking no door, man. You've been here 35 years? Wow. There he goes. Okay. Nobody, cool. can, nobody can hear him now. He's not All right, cool. All right, Take cool. care, man. We'll see you, man. Gio yeah. Jones are coming right, right back. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones. On CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. We're going to play the audio from it. This is from Lawrence O'Donnell of MSNBC. (laughs) He clearly is a high-strung guy that does not treat his staff very well, so this video got leaked because of it. And he's losing his mind because there's technical difficulties during his show on MSNBC. He's hearing things in his ear. There seems to be construction going on in his studio, just like there is here in our studio. And he's trying to do his show, and he's lost his mind. So we cut, it's like eight minutes of this that was supposed to be off the air, but someone recorded it and put it out there to make him trust anyone. Make him look terrible. So we cut up two of the best parts. This is the one, though, that the first one you're going to hear, where he hears a hammer in the background. <laughs> That has really been the most famous clip from this epic rant. Coming up, is Donald Trump going to be called to testify to Congress? Michael Liskoff has the latest on that. 
Stop the hammering. Stop the hammering out there. Who's got a hammer? Where is it? Where's the hammer? Is it on the... Uh, go up on the other floor. Somebody go up there and stop the hammering. Stop the hammering. Okay. I'll go down to the damn floor myself and stop it. Keep the damn commercial break going. Call Phil Griffin. I don't care who the you have to call. Stop the hammering. Empty out the damn control room and find out where this is going on. It's either there or there. Or out there somewhere. <laughs> there or there. The woman talking in my ear was talking about the Labor Day special. Repeatedly. Every time we went to a SOT. <laughs> Sound on tape, folks. Oh. Stop the hammering! <laughs> I feel like we've been screaming about that here. For <laughs> yeah. Stop several. the drilling. Yeah, stop, stop it. the drilling. So th this next one is, is my personal favorite because he, he throws to a soundbite that he specifically, I guess, told his staff to cut in a certain manner, mm -hmm. and they didn't do it. Yeah. And this part of the meltdown to me is just, just amazing. So he throws to the soundbite. It ends up being cut differently than he wanted, and then he just loses it. I don't know why I bother to say how to cut the slots when you don't do it. I just don't, I don't know why I, I just. So now I have to chase those stupid <laughs> damn entrails that you allowed him to stick out there. Crazy <laughs> sound coming in my ear, this <laughs> stupid hammering. <laughs> <laughs> I told you why I wanted those f words cut. <laughs> it just f sucks. It f sucks to be out here with this out of control. <laughs> Any f thing can come into my ear at any moment. That's what I know. Anybody can get into my f ear at any time. Some woman talking about what we're doing after the show. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence O'Donnell. <laughs> Who's got a hammer? Where is it? Where is it? Who's got a hammer? Oh, man. Yeah, and this video, there's visuals in this thing, yeah. too, where he is about to go back on the air, and he hears things in his ear, and he just... He has this face, this crazy face, and his hands are up in the air, and he's scrunching his face like a crazy person. He, this was a bad one. This is like a guy who need he needs some help here, man. Like he, where's the hammer? <laughs> Stop the hammering! Just oh, deal with it, Lawrence. He needs It'll be some, over soon, man. Listen, I'm not gonna say that I haven't gotten angry during something, you know, during a show. Oh yeah, of course. You lose your mind. You yep. have a blow up. Um, I'm sure that it, if I was everything that was recorded that I did, there'd be something like this at some point. But never eight minutes of it. You guys record <laughs> everything I do. Yeah, no, I know. So part of me feels bad for him. Why? Because that stuff shouldn't be out there, right? It's, he didn't expect it to be recorded, and he's also under a high amount of stress, and there's some technical difficulties. Yeah. Part of me. Well, he, he's you upset. can't handle yourself like that. But part of me, well, just knowing the stress that that happens. Yeah, yeah, that happens from time to time. You go off on things. I've done it. I'm sure you've done it. We've all been there, and it just doesn't. Well, mine sees the light because y'all record every damn thing I do. I told you why I wanted right. those. Right. 
I told you why I wanted my sock cut a certain way. So cut it that way. I mean, why is it so hard? Kind of. Cut the sock. Kind of sounds like his staff stinks, though, man. I don't know. It kind of sounds like to me. Well, it's obvious they didn't listen in this right. situation. And not only that, but they ended up leaking this video. Right? Jesus. So. Sucks. Good, good help is hard to find. He said, of course, I mean, and this is out there forever now, and no one's ever going to be able to look at him the same. But I still... This is is just as good. I maybe not. It's a, you know the winner is still Bill O'Reilly with the we'll do oh it yeah live. we'll do it live. I mean that yeah I, that is yeah. just <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Some woman talking about what we're doing after the show. So Lawrence O'Donnell tweeted. He said a better anchor man and a better person would have had a better reaction to technical difficulties. Yeah, I'm sorry. True. Sure. sure. Right. They would. All right. We had our fun with it. Does it make them? Does it make them a bad person for doing that? No. We've all had moments like that, haven't we? I mean, Mikey B goes off like that every day on me. Do you think, well, if he does this every day, it's one thing. If this mm-hmm. was like one meltdown right. out of the year, yeah. that's not fair. That's... But if he does this every single day. Yeah. No one does it every single day, do they? Maybe. Maybe he does. Right. He looked like he was unhinged. Football though, coaches. In this. Yeah, he right. went all Jim Moore on him. <laughs> worse than that. Mm. Some of the nonverbal stuff is worse. The faces, that, like I said, like the hands up in the air, that thing. That's what's scary about this. That's where I would, if I'm him, you got to go and talk to somebody. You got some issues. All right, coming up next, we will talk to David Deal, former Giants offensive lineman, now with CBS Sports and Fox. Big week three in the NFL coming up. Gio and Jones, keep it right here on CBS Sports Radio. Stop the hammering! We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.